All right, I see the gameplay. It looks like we are good to go here. Hey, good evening, everyone, and welcome back to yet another enthralling episode of the Xbox Roundtable podcast. With this being show number 264, a show focused more on the Xbox side of things when it comes to gaming. But hey, we also touch on many other things throughout the game industry. Of course, I'm Invader, your host for tonight, and it is great to see you all here. As more people start falling in, I see a few people here already. On the docket tonight, we've got many exciting things to talk about, including Starfield news. Yes, we got some. Uh, We've got a release date for it, plus some other details. As well, both Paradox Interactive and Capcom have had their respective shows and spotlights. We will touch on some game announcements, and hey, maybe some other stuff intertwined there with Xbox. But first, I have to introduce the stellar crew tonight. Let's see, we got everybody here. I am super stoked. General MLD, buddy, I'll start with you. How you been? Hey, it's been a, it's been a pretty good week for Xbox. Also, uh, finally, uh, for myself, finally beat Atomic Heart. Fantastic game. I recommend you try it on Game Pass to anyone listening. But uh, yeah, I mean, we'll get into it pretty soon, but uh, things are starting to heat up. It's going to be a great year. And very excited to have this uh, conversation. No doubt, my friend. No doubt. I see the energy in you. Next up, we got Mr. Xbox Lizard himself, Tim Dog. Tim, buddy, how you been? Good, good. Happy to be here. Um, you know, uh, I uh, earlier in the week, um, I came to the conclusion, I just wanted to just preface this, that um, I'm not going to be uh, doing full-time podcasting. Uh, but uh, that doesn't mean that I'm going to go completely away. Uh, I'm just going to show up here and there, especially when there's big news dropped. Uh, just been doing this for 10 years, and um, it's been especially trying the last year with a lot of the ABK stuff, the same stuff over and over. Um, but um, basically just going to take a little bit of a, a rest, a recharge, and, uh, you know, uh, I'm not going completely away. Um, but uh, I just want to let you guys know that. So uh, moving forward, you might not see me, but I'm always here, probably be in the chat, or some. Sometimes we'll be on the show. Same goes for RDX. Um, you know, uh, but just just wanted to just get that out there. But other than that, well, we got a uh, a lot to talk about today. Uh, I got my time's a little limited, so I'm probably gonna be an hour. But uh, I'm gonna give you my my uh, my my thoughts, and uh, love to hear the rest of the panels as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Timmy, we Don't understand. Xbox Lizard. <laughs> Don't even <laughs> waste time on it. We'll do it another show. You will. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Don't worry afterwards. But um, yeah, Timmy, everybody understands. No worries. But of course, you're always a part of the show, and you will be on sometime. So it's not like you're gonna be gone or anything like that. Just you know, you gotta take some time, right? Away. Exactly. Exactly. That's how it is. That's life, and I totally understand that. Moving on next, we have Eric Shockley. Mr. Shock, how you been? Pretty good. Just been uh, finally getting my... Uh, I didn't think I'd beat that boss in Will Long, that first one. It was because <laughs> early on, it was just like, man, I'm not blocking shit. <laughs> but luckily, I was th- that, uh, that pairing timing started to click, and it was a wrap for him, so I got finally got past that boss. <laughs> Um, so I've just been enjoying that and, um, getting into that Resident Evil demo might get to later. Um, but yeah, definitely the, uh, I was surprised how deep the, uh, like 
not deep, but like the pairing system in that, I didn't know the combat was going to be because from both uh, the original, um, it was kind of like still kind of tanky, um, somewhat, um, not so much like the RE6 where it was like all out like combat, which this is kind of more like that John Wick. You can pretty much do anything, parry, parry like pitchforks, parry unarmed people where you end up actually pairing their arm off. Um, but yeah, that, that one's been pretty sick so far. As far as the comparison, it I did compare it, and it was a little bit softer on the PS5 one, but apparently that, that one might be at a lower resolution, which might be why the at least that one video that went around with the frames being a little bit lower on the uh, Series X. That's, that's something like I think From Software did with Secure last year or last gen, where it was like, hey, we pushed the resolution, but your performance is lower on the One X versus the PS4 Pro, which doesn't make any sense. But uh, hopefully they start kind of balancing that out and just consoles need to bring, you know, bring down the resolution, just make it parity across. They're so close anyway, just make them the same. <laughs> Don't do this like more resolution here, less performance here nonsense but otherwise that demo's been a blast so definitely hyped for that game dropping here in a couple weeks all right yeah i know i've been seeing some uh, interesting footage and uh, pics being shared and we will touch on more capcom stuff later so i definitely want you to bring up uh you know, all the resident evil stuff and more later on but hey good to know good to know eric moving on crusader buddy pal how you been I'm good. I have been playing a lot of Destiny 2 Lightfall, which is kind of a really weird mixed bag, because, like, compared to Witch Queen, it's just not. Uh, the, the story was just not very good, but, like, the gameplay changes are all really good. So, like, it's a real mixed bag of, like, how the game is. Um, other than that, I've been playing a bunch of, like, older games. I played both the first and second Darkness game recently. Mm-hmm. I loved both of them, and I started, uh, what's that game, uh, Rise Son of Rome today, which I've never played. No. You haven't played Rise? Yeah. Oh. No, I have not. It's, it's a nice treat. I mean, I like it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm liking it except for, like, it, the, it's more historically inaccurate than fucking, whatchamacallit was, uh, what's that, uh, movie, Braveheart? Well, I don't know if I would say that, especially with uh, how Nero is, but I understand, I understand. No, I'm saying it's more historically inaccurate. Um, oh, inaccurate. Oh, like, oh, yes, yes. Inaccurate. Oh, sorry, yes. Okay, um, I didn't catch it. Like, Boudicca, like, just, like, the whole the whole structure of it is strange. But I, I really like the, the game itself. It's, it's been fun so far. Yeah, no, I agree with you, I agree with you. And, hey, the gladiator mode isn't half bad, I'll be honest with you. So, might want to check that is out that after. PvP? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's worth it's worth spending some time on. That's my opinion, anyways. Uh, let's see. Moving on down here, we got the Desert Coyote himself, Centurion buddy. How you doing? Doing pretty good, man. It's been a good week. Uh, just getting some gaming in. Finally, uh, just I'm on chapter twelve of Dead Space, and I'm at the home stretch of beating that game. Um, obviously keeping up with ESO, just trying to tackle another game in my backlog, whichever one it's going to be before, uh, next month where we have, uh, Jedi Fawn Survivor. And then we also have, uh, uh, Dead Island 2. So just trying to keep up with all the, the games that are dropping. Agreed. Agreed. Good, sir. I mean, 
you know, I'm gonna be a trying. I'm gonna try and be a good boy after I'm all done with Atomic Heart. I am gonna try and focus on the backlog. I know I say that a lot, but I got too much on the backlog. Actually, wait. You know what? Scratch that. I may have to reiterate that. I think I have Metroid, the new, uh, the Metroid remaster coming in soon. So, uh, I don't know, man. The backlog never ends. Never ends. But um, yeah, no, that's how it goes here in gaming. But before we uh, get into all the delightful topics, a reminder to everybody here to check out uh, check out the channel on a wide range of platforms. We are on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and plenty of other audio platforms. As well, we're on Rumble, BitChute, and other vi video platforms as well. So check us out there. We are everywhere, so make sure to sub. Hey, man. Again, we're on everything, and, uh, you know, uh, we understand that not all of our viewers... You know, I can do video all the time, but it's nice to have some options, right? It's nice to, you know, not everybody can be here live, so we provide some options for you. Okay, well, fellas, I think we will uh, move right on into our first topic tonight, and I'm sure you know what that means. It's Starfield, lots of Starfield. Bethesda came out of nowhere with a new trailer, along with a brand spanking new release date of September 6th, 2023, so later this year. As well, a very early, early announcement of a Starfield Direct right after a Xbox game showcase on Sunday, June 11th. So, you know, a few months away, not too far, which is very, very interesting. Um, I gotta say, I'm curious on the panel's thoughts on this, uh, since we've been patiently waiting on this information. Tim Bud, please take things away first. Uh, obviously, we've been waiting for something, and now we got it, right? Uh, Tim, if you're there, you're muted. Timmy. Okay, I'm sorry about that. Um, so basically what I think is going on right now with them uh, is they're really being um, smart about it. Like, they're, they're, they're being super cautious. And I know that that pisses fans off because they made the 12-month um, pledge. But that was stupid to begin with. That's hard to climb. You, you know, um... Uh, so, so when when that when that when that happened, I think that uh, that that kind yes. of sunk and 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 that that definitely uh, uh, you know um, you know it, it it affected it. But I think that um, moving forward, uh, it's it's going to be good. I'm hearing really good things. I like how they're doing it right after uh, the Xbox showcase. They'll probably show a really good chunk of it. Um, what I saw when when Todd, Todd was talking, I was kind of focused on the back. Well, I'm sure everyone was the back Other issues. People playing this, playing it. I think somebody's on <laughs> uh, coming through uh, on uh, mm -hmm. mute. Since I don't know if it's uh, yeah, it's sent. Okay, um, but whatever. Uh, so basically, um, you know, uh, I'm excited, uh, and uh, you know, I think it's going to be good. I think um, I think uh, it's going to be something that um, uh, a lot of people are going to play, and I think it's going to be it's better placed here because I think for game of the year, it'll be much fresher in the minds. Whereas if they try to push it through in on June or April, so um, I'm kind of okay with the whole situation, but I do get the upsetness, uh, the fans being upset with the pledge of 12 months. Uh, moving forward, Xbox can, can't do that stuff. Too much pressure on the developers. And obviously, you can't really speak for them that way. And 
I think that they did on their behalf, and it didn't go well. well you have they didn't, because I, originally when it was delayed the first time, two months before the June yeah, showcase, right. they had said quarters one and two as well. Yeah, like, right, it, right. It, the 12-month pledge for like Starfield release was actually just straight from the words of uh, Bethesda mm -hmm. themselves first. Right. Well, so they did. Yeah, they didn't hit it. But like, do we really? I mean, we can complain, but I just don't know how much of a big deal. Especially, it's a Bethesda game. You want it to be the best it can be. Uh, you know, being as much as they've had the time that they've had with the game, kind of like makes me even more intrigued because you know that they, they, like Todd said, they poured their soul into this game, and uh, I honestly I feel like it's going to reflect that. Um, but even more so because they've had much more time. And they've also, um, and, you know, this pisses people off a lot, I get it, uh, because um, it's going to be a great game and you can't deny this game. But, like, they didn't have to develop for the PlayStation 5, so that gave them even more time. And, uh, you know, it looks like they've been pretty much in development for, what, since 2017? This has been announced, so you're talking about a good six, seven years. Uh, actually long. They started longer. development uh, right after Fallout 4 was finished. Wow. So mm -hmm. you're talking a long time. Now, so I'm that's excited. like pre, like pre-prod was right, started pre then. Like the, yeah. Now, if I'm to interject, guys, like I, I mean, I do understand people being like, oh, oh, you know, another delay. I, I, I get it, right? Um, delays suck. In general that being said I mean don't we want just a good game overall I mean granted you know they had already had a date in stone they sounded confident but you know I, I'm kind of with Tim here you know like maybe you know they just want to be patient and like be cautious with this game because I mean it's the next big game from Bethesda it's their next big game obviously they want it to be a blockbuster and they got to tread very carefully too because there's been these big open world games that have well, at launch, they've been kind of disappointments and wrecks, and, uh, you know, the media eats them up. I mean, you look at, for example, Cyberpunk, right? Cyberpunk was a... Mass <laughs> Effect. Yeah, uh, that one. Uh, Andromeda. Yeah, or look at, uh, you know, even, uh, to a lesser extent, Saint, you know, the latest Saints Row. You know, yeah. buggy like anything. Like, there's Anthem, been so... Anthem anthem and so on so yeah exactly and there was a lot of pressure on this these studios to perform especially bioware um cd project red and i, I again i i like i i don't want a crap game um I, there's been a lot of money po uh, poured into this game market a lot of hell of a lot of marketing's gonna go into this xbox microsoft is gonna uh, pimp this out like um you know like again it's it's going to be their next big title and i i just you know i err on the side of caution i don't mind them honestly doing this we already got um an updated games uh, lineup already you know going into at least may so i was kind of wondering where starfield was going to fit in there personally now hey now we know it's getting bumped i mean my question is you know where does forza fits in now but I mean, I would I would probably err on the side of, hey, you know, that could get bumped to maybe October or something. You never know. You never know. But I'm curious, you know, what everybody here thinks. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, MLD, pal. I mean, what do you think about the new release date? 
Okay, well, uh, overall, um, I think I, I'm in the side where I think it's pretty good overall, long term, especially because I mean, a lot of people are uh, can hold Xbox uh, accountable because they made a a blanket promise last year at E3 that all games will be released in the next 12 months. But ultimately, though, um, games like Starfield, it's just too big. It's too big of a of a flagship title this year to be constrained to this kind of like arbitrary deadline. If it needs a few more months, then I'd say take it because uh, people people like to you know joke around, bug Thesda this and that. But I feel like the games always sh like shined through in the end and made it a, a, you know very very tolerable. But Fallout seventy six that's what made it uh, a little more a little more serious and it actually genuinely hurt Bethesda's reputation. So they can't have another Fallout seventy six. This game needs all the polish it can possibly get. And overall, I I'm excited for that. The footage that we saw in the new trailer, it looked so much more smooth. The animations look great. Like, I I am so excited to just lose myself in this game. In a few months, like, or sorry, like in a few months, that's all it's going to take. And years from now, we're not going to remember all, all the delays. We're going to remember how great this game was at launch. Like, because again, like to, to name other examples, no one, no, one, no one really cares or remembers that God of War or Horizon yeah. Forbidden West or Grand Turismo 7 were delayed from 2021. 100%. Yeah. People remember those games being great when they did end up launching. So gamers have short memories. Like, once a game comes out and it's fantastic, that's all that matters. And I'm looking forward to that. Now, other good news is that it's not going to conflict with their proper showcase. So we're going to get... Think about this, guys. A full hour and a half of of other games being talked about. And then you have, what, yeah. half an hour, 40 minutes just for Starfield. That's insane. That It is going to be so good to be an Xbox gamer around that time. Uh, like, that, that, that one-two punch showcase, oh, like, there's going to be so much hype around that. And that's when yeah. the marketing cycle will really kick it to kick into gear. If they're smart, they're going to do a big marketing blitz. They're going to do a console bundle, a controller, custom controller, all that kind of stuff. They're this is going to be our Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. This is going to be our God of War Ragnarok for the year. This is Xbox's time because the, sure. the sheer scope, the ambition on this game. You guys said it before. This game was in development since Fallout 4 finished. Yeah. This is a this is like the passion project that Bethesda has 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 ever made. This is their this is their project, and we are gonna be like Xbox ecosystem members are gonna benefit immensely from this. So the the hype's already building. Like this is the year, but I get it. I get it. Xbox delays things. You gotta see it to believe it. So, but hey, June is around the corner. A lot of things will be happening between now and then. But I'm I think I'm pretty confident they're gonna what they got what they got to show us, it's gonna be great. And also I think just from a more technical standpoint, it's good to space these things out. Like la compared to last year, we have a very, very uh spaced out first party lineup. I mean, we started this year with Age of Empires and Hi-Fi Rush, an amazing shadow drop. Fantastic. We're gonna get Ghostwire Tokyo end of the month, possibly early April. 
the Minecraft uh, Legends also in April. Then we have uh, Redfall in May. Forza, somewhere in the summer, right? And then you got September for Starfield. And if we have something in the holidays, even better. That is a very, very well-spaced well out uh, Xbox lineup. They're finally keeping their promise for a steady flow of content. So this way, everything's not, everything's not just jammed up together in one or two months. Games like Redfall can actually breathe now. If Redfall's a hit, let it ride its, its success. Don't cut it off on, at the legs because Starfield had to, has to come out at the end of June. This way, Redfall can breathe. It, it, can, it, can, it can stretch its legs. That's great. I look forward to taking that in. And uh, if, if uh, Starfield becomes all the better with that extra few months... Because, hey, guys, again, the scale of this game, I imagine these guys are finding all these bugs and exploits on all these different planets, all these exploits people are trying to find. It's a pretty big game. I can imagine it takes a lot more time to squash it. And I imagine if Bethesda really tried, they can get all hands on deck, really crunch this game out. But ultimately, I don't think that's the best thing for the devs themselves. You you don't, you don't want them to work, like, what, 20 hours, like, you know, like... You don't try to say like, like 70, 80 hours a week kind of thing to get this game out the door hot. You want them to work at a steady pace to really to really take their time. No, I mean, I'm not taking take too long, but not not rush the game, you know, because of some arbitrary date that Xbox made. And for the record, I don't think Xbox is going to make that mistake again, just to make a blanket promise like that. I feel like they tried it once. Eh, didn't work out. Games like Starfield and Forza didn't make the cut. They won't do it again. But at least... Yeah, I don't want to ramble too much. I think overall, it's good for, for Xbox long term, and we're, we're going to benefit immensely. Mm -hmm. No, 100%, 100% MLD. Hmm. Uh, let's see, Shock Buddy. I mean, I know you've been keeping an eye on this just like the rest of us. Uh, what's your thoughts on uh, the new Starfield release date? Um, you know, is this really a shock to everybody, or um, does this come in line with what you've been thinking? Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it's definitely not a shock. I mean, um, we saw Last of Us get pushed back. I think, what was it, Ghost of Tsushima? You saw all of their uh, Sony's first-party games, and those are talented studios that are well-oiled machines um, that are at the top of their game. So, like, delays are going to happen, um, especially when it's, like, close. And, and this is in that final stretch where they know, okay, we're going to need this extra. They know what's left to do because at this point, they're probably just finishing up like polishing and some other bugs that they're having to work out and maybe some like last minute things. So they're, they feel more, and that's why they didn't give you a date to begin with. They just gave you like, hey, we're, this is our showcase of like, hey, what we expect, you know, a year out, what we expect to hit um, as far as, you know, all these games, that's what we're hearing from, you know, Todd Howard of like, hey, we can probably hit in the first half, but things change. So, uh, but this is a little bit closer to when that release would be. So they know that, okay, we're not going to hit that June date. We're not going to, you know, release this game in like three months. Um, so they, hopefully they, they feel confident about this one and they stick to it. But I mean, that's the thing with gaming. It happens to Zelda all the time. Pretty much every release they delay to hell, usually to the next console. Uh, so I mean, and this is a game like they like everyone's pointed out. You know, 
uh, right after Fallout 4. That was, you know, basically what, like eight, eight years ago. <laughs> um, so just think about that amount of time and the scope that they're talking about. And they've put in just, you know, think about that dev time too, that they're, you know, possibly going to, you know, I somewhat don't believe them, you know, because the, how this big the scope they're talking about, uh, kind of like that whole No Man's Sky thing. But uh, I mean, it's going to be hopefully it's an epic game, and that's what they're definitely banking on. So if they need three more months, what's what's three more months? It's it's not that big of a difference. Um, sure, it'd been awesome if it was just like a little bit shorter, but it is what it is. And if I'm going to give anybody time to polish, I'm going to give you know one of the best. Whatever people want to say about Bethesda, like those games are all other than like Fallout 4, all those previous games that were complete buggy messes. Everybody says were all 90 rated games. I think Skyrim, Fallout 3, uh, I think even Oblivion. So I'm like, they hit their whether or not they there might be some bugs, which come kind of comes with the territory with when it's you know such a wide open game where you can do so many different things there's so many different quests it's so full of uh you know deeper game yeah it's not going to be as polished as like a linear um like a linear game so but yeah I, um i don't think it's a problem like everybody's trying to lay it on as like a you know microsoft like mismanaging um i don't think that's one of these instance uh instances but yeah i mean um Sorry, I was just getting back to uh, that part. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but, um, yeah, I don't think it's part of, like, the mismanaging. The, the thing about it is is they don't have the kind of the uh, – I was trying to think of the word. Like, I don't know, just like a free ride where everybody else, like Nintendo, can delay Metroid Prime into Infinity, um, <laughs> Breath of the Wild. So they don't get that criticism because mm -hmm. they are dropping games. So that is a valid criticism. Um, where you know last year there wasn't, they didn't drop anything. So at least you know if uh, they delayed God of War, Horizon, Gran Turismo, they got pushed back a year, but they did drop Ratchet and Clank, and Returnal dropped. So they still had some you know high-rated games that dropped. Um, whereas Xbox did completely miss the boat all last year and before that we just had basically for the most part forza and halo um so i mean that's that's their issue i think going forward especially after this year if all these games hit like we intend like uh you had a high fight rush you'll have redfall hopefully that's a great hit awesome that they're doing crossplay across the board um so it's going to help definitely with that player base uh steam and xbox i think they're all supposed to be crossplay with that one um, but then you're going to have Starfield and Forza and maybe some other th games that we don't know that are going to hit. And so going forward, they'll have that consistency, hopefully going from this point on. And then if they do have to delay a game in the future, it won't be, it won't hopefully get as much like criticism like this one is kind of, um, because at that point they'll like, oh, well they did release a banger year, you know, in 2023. So, okay. They have to push. You know, Hellblade. You know, don't want to speak it into reality, but well, <laughs> Hellblade gets uh, delayed. You yeah. know, a month. Okay, who cares? Look what they released with some of these newer studios like Starfield, and that was an amazing game. They're giving them time. Let them polish. 
we saw how great that game looked at that point then you will have some cachet of like hey okay they are managing these newer studios the right way we're kind of going away from like the old remnants of because you know 343 and halo infinite started way 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 back you know before they even started acquiring studios so but we'll see mm-hmm. but yeah it is it, it they put themselves in this situation to get <laughs> overly criticized because they don't have anything else so mm-hmm. but that's the situation yeah yeah and i mean i do think that there is um <clears throat> an unbalanced an unbalanced view when it comes to xbox games versus either nintendo or playstation because again there's delays across the industry you listed some it's not fair that being said i mean yeah i mean xbox has had a pretty notable i don't want to say dry period they did release some things obviously but you know just not to the extent that we were expecting and a lot of it was understandable and with other publishers too that being said i mean now we're gonna get you know, we're wondering where all these games that they announced, you know, we're going to get slotted in. Uh, you know, you're talking about Hellblade. You know, we're thinking about Avowed, Fable, and so on. You know, I, I think with where Starfield is slotted in and the type of game that it is, I don't know, I think you're going to be seeing a bunch like, you know, we were kind of expecting maybe Hellblade or even Avowed to be in, you know, the later part of this year. I don't know. Maybe we'll see them get pushed to next year, right? I mean... They do have. The I mean, is definitely not hitting this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not, I, not I Starfield. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Right, because again, these are big games. These are big open world titles, and they're not going to have them compete anywhere near each other. Anywhere near each other. Yeah, I don't, and I don't think X. I don't think Phil or anybody there is, or Todd or anybody is gives like two shits of what other game is releasing next to theirs, because it's a it's a Todd Howard Bethesda mega you know megaton rpg look look what when they released the what fallout 4 and we had rise of like rise of tomb raider had all that publicity because xbox bought it and then it went up against fallout 4 and just and that was fallout 4 which wasn't as was heavily criticized even it scored well but you know even that even that lower tier 87 metacritic didn't hit that 90 on that fallout 4 that people heavily criticized still was bearing anything around it. So, um, and now you're going to have this thing dropping on plus it's dropping on game pass. So it's people were saying, Oh, what if it goes up against Spider-Man? Um, I don't think there's that much of a crossover there. Like people that are going to love ca- a lot of people casually going to love cause they love Spider-Man are going to pick that up, but this is going, this is just dropping in everybody's game pass subscription day one so low barrier entry plus it's a bethesda new megaton you know ip the size of well way bigger than skyrim but like it's gonna be huge just think it's of gonna like be what huge. we played from them and this whole new thing that they're talking about and the low barrier of entry because it's just dropping it you can literally make an email account pay a dollar and start playing mm-hmm. but yeah so I, I don't think they're worried at all everybody's gonna be hell they're gonna get all the clicks of people like even playstation gamers playing that over you know say a spider-man initially to try it out to like clickbait something or find some you know bug or some shit you know mm-hmm. yeah hate plane Pretty much. Exactly. yeah yeah no no you say you both said that <laughs> well for sure 
People uh, aren't going to be talking shit about Spider-Man. They're going to be talking shit about Starfield. So it's going to just be all over Twitter, good or bad. Kind of like with YouTube. If you're getting dislikes, likes, it's still good for you with the interaction. Whether or not they're, you know, they're disliking or liking your videos. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. It's going to be, it's going to be definitely, uh, be the game that's most talked about over Spider-Man, I would say. Mm-hmm. Just because it has, it's going to have that, uh, just that polarization between a game that you know got taken away (laughs) um but yeah we'll see hopefully they hit this date and it's you know the quality that we're expecting it to be so all right no that's very cool yeah yeah no i agree and uh we'll see where um spider-man gets slotted into because a lot of people are wondering where you know, now that Starfield's got a, a date set in stone, hopefully this time, um, you know, where that one's going to get slotted in. They they definitely don't want to be near that. I'm, I'm expecting at least, to the very least, late October, November, something like that. But time will tell. Time will tell. They got some time with that. Uh, Crusader, but I know that you had chimed in a little bit earlier on the topic, but... Uh, you know, I, I, you know, I, I, there was some disappointment, right? Because they were being very mum about the release date, and people were expecting like a Starfield show like a lot sooner. And now it's just like, oh, we have to wait until June. But I mean, it's nice that they seem to have some kind of a plan again, right? I mean, I, I mean, I would rather be on the side of cautious personally, and I, th- and I do think that they are doing, you know, the right thing in this case. But I mean, do you have any other thoughts? So. Anyone who follows me on Twitter knows that I kind of went ballistic about this. And I'd like to put this disclaimer here first, because a lot of people mix up what I say as being anti-delay. I'm very happy that, in particular, they are willing to delay just about anything as much as it needs. Okay? That's, that's not my problem. My problem is Xbox's inability to set expectations for anything. Um, and... This falls on the back of, you know, well, first, this game was announced for a specific date in 2022. And Todd Howard once even said that it was written in pen, not pencil, in an interview with IGN. And then it got delayed in May of last year. And they delayed it specifically in the May delay to a quarter, they said first half of 20, uh, 2023, so quarter one or two. It's like, okay, whatever fine you, you delayed it once then they reiterated that during the xbox showcase and they reiterated it again during the gamescom showcase and they reiterated it again this year on the official um uh, starfield uh whatchamacallit um support page that it was in the first half on january 2nd and you fast forward to today and it's been delayed now that's one that's one particular right but we look at that sh- xbox showcase and xbox between that showcase and the age of empire showcase promised six games for the first half of 2023. It was Starfield, Redfall, and Forza are the big three seventy dollars triple A's. And then it was Aura History Untold, which we have not seen or heard from since. It was supposed to be out in the first first half. We have Minecraft Legends, which is gonna hit the first half, um, which is good. And I'm trying oh, and the sixth one was Age Two, which which did hit the first half. So we have Starfield Forza and Aura, which probably aren't going to hit, which is half of Xbox's pro- uh, commitments from last year, just not not hitting. And that's my overarching problem is 
they make these big promises and they they didn't keep them and this isn't like the first time they've done that and it's it's really really frustrating and i really hope they do not do a in the next 12 month showcase literally ever again never again um i i hope they just say coming soon because that sets expectations better than now. Because right now, I, I literally don't know with Todd Howard telling me that it's coming out in September if it's actually going to come out in September with the, the history of literally just this game. Um, like, it, it almost means nothing to me that they've put a date on it because of all of the stuff that they've done with it, including Todd Howard saying it was written in pen, not pencil. In, that was said in 2021 about the game for its 2022 release date. It, it's just frustrating and even the even those three games being delayed in context isn't even that bad because like we've said you know nintendo and playstation and every third party does stuff like this right except that xbox had a very disappointing 2022 and a very disappointing 2020 in fact those years are basically mirrors of each other they, they were they were dreadful. And even 2021 really wasn't that great. The second half of it was pretty good with Psychonauts, Forza, and Halo. But Halo was a mess. And it was a mess for a year until the end of last year. And it's just, in context, every, it's just frustrating. Because, um, like I said, at one point, it was kind of ridiculous, but Microsoft did commit six games for the first half of... 2023 and people are like you should never have expected that and i'm like well, what do you mean that that's what they marketed that's what they told us what do you mean i shouldn't have expected that, that like to, to think that like that wasn't going to happen would be paramount of false advertising if 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 i was supposed to just not expect that to be the case and i, I really hope they can get to a place where shock said it perfectly that they're releasing stuff consistently enough None of this matters. It's just so frustrating. And, like, I'm perfectly fine waiting to play Starfield in particular, right? And, like, if it said just been raw Bethesda outside of Xbox, like, like in, a, in an imaginary world where Microsoft didn't buy Bethesda, I'd be perfectly, like, like it, it, it wouldn't hit me. But it, it's because in the context of Microsoft, and Microsoft's even in an even more unique position because they have Game Pass. And... Microsoft needs to be more consistent than the other ones because of Game Pass, right? It's a subscription that they expect you to pay for monthly. They need to have stuff, and they, they've been doing a pretty good job of getting stuff into it this year, like really good job with the with the first and third party. But like hearing like things like these delays, and then hearing that there was stuff committed for the first six months, and then not getting it in the first six months is frustrating, right? Now they have been substituting other stuff in, and to, to think at one point internally there was actually seven games planned for the the first half of the year is just wild to think about because that didn't include Hi-Fi Rush, which we did get this year, and so like it, it's just a really really weird, like, what should I actually expect in terms of anything? Um, Gene Park said it best that like there is a lot riding on Starfield coming out spotless, but also. And so, like, that's why it's getting delayed, and that's a good thing. But also, they have gotten themselves into a place where it's like, do we believe any kind of date range or anything that they give us? Because they just haven't been keeping to it, in like, at all. Eventually, they, I, I assume they have to get it right, but they, they just aren't right now. And that's, that's, that's frustrating. Um, and so, the delay is good in, in the particular, in the individual encapsulated, no context around it. Starfield. Very good that it was delayed. Very happy about that. I, I, their marketing team needs to get their shit together and not overcommit to things that they're not going to be able to hit. 
because it's 2023 now. We are out of like like the the major impacts of COVID should be gone. If there's no like we're not in lockdowns anymore. People can go back to the office if they want to, or they can work from home if they're more efficient at home, like I myself am. Um, but it's just frustrating, very frustrating. Um, and I really hope that going into this showcase, they make smart commitments and they don't overcommit themselves this year. That is my that is my ask for Xbox this year. Do not commit what you know you are going to do, that, that you are certain of, because. Last year, we were all so happy when they had that showcase, and it was like, oh my god, the first half of 2023 is going to be lit. What's the second half going to be? Well, now half of the what was lit about the first half is gone, and it's now in the in the second half, which is fine. It's still going to be a great year. It's just frustrating. That's the end of my rant. Well, if I could hop in i've been sure here I, I i'm i've been i actually wanted to go last i wanted to hear everybody um so at least if i could throw my two cents in and try to so covid did happen and created a lot of problems and some of those problems are still happening to this day people want to argue with me on that um i i will more than love to have them sit down with me and i will show them the material shortages that i constantly deal with um, the, the shipping industry is a complete shit show right now in the United States. Um, and there's multiple reasons for that, but COVID uh, created a lot of issues where um, a lot of people stepped out of the shipping industry and they didn't want to be involved anymore. And yeah, there's some uh, big issues when it comes to getting stuff across the United States. Um, did Microsoft promise to release these games? In my opinion, no. Did people have higher expectations than they should have? Probably, because um, nothing in this world is guaranteed. Um, I I actually hanging in my closet right now that on the back of a shirt that I bought from a local business here. Uh, it straight up says on the back, "No one owes you shit," and I that's pretty much uh, the way I live my life. Is nobody owes me anything. And I don't have these expectations that somebody is supposed to c cater to me and my wants. I understand the idea of marketing, but if we want to throw the idea of false advertising, um, okay, well, let's start suing Microsoft right now. But while we're at it, let's also start suing PlayStation. Uh, I put it up on my Twitter account. Remember that whole thing? Ragnarok is coming. 2021. That shit didn't get released until 2022. What about so you're you're you are misconstruing what I said. We're we're gonna go back a second because I'm not gonna no, no, I'm not gonna. No, I no, specifically said if Microsoft knew that they weren't gonna hit those dates and yet did it anyways. See, that's where that's I'm what curious. I said. Okay, now that's that's a valid. That's point. what I said. It, now, and I, does Microsoft know they were gonna hit those? I don't know. Um, well, no, because some people, because like some people, like I, I love Fonz Rally, Jay Fonz Rally, but he was like Microsoft probably always, already, like always knew they weren't going to hit that date, and I always like from the day of the showcase, I knew it wasn't going to hit that date, and it's like, well, no, if, if they're saying at that time that it was going to hit then, then they they did not, then they thought it was going to hit then at that time, like, and that, that that's my whole thing, and like if they straight up didn't, like some people are trying to allude to, 
which I don't think is true. But it, like, if that was true, then that would be false advertising. Right. If internally they knew it wasn't going to hit that date, but they said it was anyways. Well, I think they didn't know. I, 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 I agree. I, I agree with that. But there's so many people who are like, you never should have expected it to come out this day. And I'm like, why? It's what they told us. I think Todd just keeps going to Phil Spencer and is like, hey, listen, I know it's the second time uh, we gave you a firm date, but uh, we, we need a little more time. Yeah. I actually think it's the other way around. I, I think that Xbox wants it delayed and not not Bethesda. Bethesda would have released this game a buggy mess if they'd been on their own. Guaranteed. Right. And I, I wasn't trying um, to take what you were saying out of context. I'm going off of more of like what I see on social media because social media – Oh my God! Every time I saw a, a YouTube video come out that like st like right off the rip, Starfield was delayed. Wow, we're going down that road. Okay, um, talk about clickbait. Uh, I mean, that, it was delayed. It that's the only thing to me. A delay means that there was a set date gave for the game and they missed that day. I I'm a fine print kind of guy, and the fine print of the advertisement that was shown said. 12-month targeted window. Well, targeted. no. Bethesda themselves said first half first in half, their sorry. delay in May. Like, it, we mm -hmm. don't have to go to the... Like, everyone goes to the Xbox showcase for, like, the commitment. The commitment was made in May, not in June for Starfield and Redfall. The, yeah, and you know what? That's where the other half of the problem is, is because Bethesda had no right to come out and say anything because at the end of the day... They're not an independent organization anymore, and they're not the one flipping the bill for the publishing. That's their boss, Xbox. And if you're going to speak for your boss, well, that's 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 on you. That's like making commitment. Like I would, I would never make a commitment on that oh. level. Like I have people all the time that they're like, "Hey, can you guarantee me this," and I'm like, "Hey, I'm going to talk to the owner of the company because I ain't going to guarantee anything." Because holy cow, that's I making don't the assumption that that's how it works, though. It, it was on their socials, but it doesn't mean to it be wasn't fair, a Microsoft made statement. To be fair, guys, I mean, again, I I don't want this game forced out. You know, Xbox yeah, has had issues. No, 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 no. Of course not. Oh, of no, course yeah. not. Uh, no, no, no. I'm just uh, like I'm just coming from uh the playing it safe kind of a thing because again xbox and they're you know going back to like even the xbox one days i remember a couple of uh games that shipped without content you know definitely missing content and um you know like games that i i thought were really cool but like again they're either lacking content or they had major bugs look at recore for example i mean that i mean <laughs> infinite's the perfect example of that and it just of course happened. of course well, I actually, to me, and I'm glad General MLD brought it up. I had, I was in a chat on a podcast yesterday, uh, and of course, chatting with uh, one of our community favorites, and um, they brought up the fact they were like Bethesda had nothing to, like basically Todd Howard had nothing to do with uh, Fallout 76, and it's just like, well, uh, regretfully, he's the one that came out on stage and hyped that game. And when you put your rubber stamp of approval on something, your name's attached to it, whether or not you were behind the computer developing it or not. Um, and Todd Howard saw what happened to the Fallout franchise, which is an amazing franchise. I had amazing expectations for Fallout 76. And I even bought that great big massive version that came with the 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 fake bag and the freaking the helmet and the little action figures and stuff. And I've got the helmet hanging on the wall right behind me. 
Um, and that it was actually a really damn shame to see that game get released in the the state that it was. There was a lot of bugs. Um, I think it was because they were really trying to mess around with doing multiplayer. Um, and but the real real thing that really shot that game in the foot because when you're moves, messing around with new tech, I, you can generally get a lot of people that are really forgiving, at least in my opinion. But what really shot that game in the foot for me personally was it missed uh, all that Fallout charm with the NPCs and the story and the interaction with uh, the characters in that world. And none of it was there. And so it definitely felt like an empty shell of a game. And that when we're talking about Starfield, this is a passion project for Todd Howard personally. He takes his he takes gaming very seriously. He's even uh, done interviews where he thought that by some chance, uh, by creating a failed game, he thought he was going to put Bethesda out of business, but luckily, you know, he was able to turn that around. Um, and that's where he doesn't want to create that situation again, at least for himself professionally. And I really do think that Todd Howard probably was the guy that came in and was like, Hey, um, I really need the X amount of time to make sure this thing's really dialed in. But then the other half of the equation is what I've been saying all along, which is why I've never had the expectation for this game to come out in the first half of 2023 was because this is the, the business side of me. This is what I do for a living. It did not make economical sense to release that game when everybody wanted it to. There has to be a title to really help push Microsoft uh, to push the Xbox console for the holiday season. There's also the uh, rumor or the ability that Sony might launch Spider-Man 2. Um, and the funny part is I'm at, I, I loved what Mr. Badbit said, and I'm going to agree with him. Uh, are we really going to see Sony blink? Like, cause I think uh, at least what the, what I read, Spider-Man came out in September, the, the other yeah. Spider-Man on the PS4, were they going to try to do that again? And was this a giant middle finger to Sony? Because I'm going to be upfront. Microsoft has probably fed the F up with Sony interfering with everything that Microsoft is doing. Microsoft has already put them in place by putting an injunction on them, asking for documents that Sony mm -hmm. doesn't want to provide. And now here's the other middle finger saying, hey, guess what? You know that game you're probably going to release in September? Do you really think you can compete with Starfield? Let's see. Let's throw this head-to-head -head right now. Let's see if you're ready to compete. And are we going to see Sony blink? Are they going to move the release date for Spider-Man 2 because of what Microsoft has just pulled? And I think it's actually pretty funny. Um, and that's where um, I, I just feel like this is a much better move for Xbox that they're going to be able to really give Sony some good competition for the holiday season. Because why, why would Microsoft just want to hand Sony holiday 2023? Like, Oh, we released our best game of the year way in the first of the year. There's no reason to buy an Xbox for Christmas. Go get your PlayStation. Hey, this is a really balanced year now looking at it. Like, uh, you know, I'm actually pretty impressed with what they have so far. Um, I'm just, I'm just more intrigued by again where a game like Forza fits in now. Now that we have Starfield's release date, and who knows, there could be like another smaller game that we don't know about, right? Right. Oh, they did say that. Phil Spencer did say that there will be GoldenEye style announcements 
in the next few months. So we'll we'll see what that means. And uh, for Forza, my personal prediction is July, maybe August. Mm-hmm. I guess if you have the June showcase, then yeah, if you have the showcase in June, you could probably see July, August. Um, but to at least cap off what I was saying, I, it, it's just really great to see that Starfield is coming out. Um, and that I am very confident in the game because um, we all remember that one developer that came out and said that a a good game can be delayed, a bad game, if released, there's no turning back from that, or at least something along those lines. And that's where, and that's where I just really feel that this was probably the best decision uh, to on on a competition level and also for a polishing and optimization level, um, and this is this is going to be a great year to be a gaming a fan of gaming in general. I'm not here to sit here and cap for Xbox like they're the best damn thing since sliced bread or PlayStation, but when we see companies compete, us as the consumers will always reap the benefits of that. And for the first time in a long time, we're literally going to see both Sony and Microsoft climb into the ring and start competing for our dollars rather than it being like uh, almost like a political show. Like, oh, one one minute the left side gets it. Nope, nope, nope. We're swinging well, back you to see, the right. You see Centurion, it depends what kind of slice bread it is because or what you put on it. Because, again, some people like peanut butter, some people like jelly. I'm a Nutella man, man myself, but... That's just how it goes. <laughs> Nutella? Oh my god! <laughs> I was never a fan of Nutella. How dare you? How dare you? Yes, as the two Italians in the room say. <laughs> I don't know, man. Well, I know you guys are in Canada, and I, for a while there, freaking some craziness here. W- weren't they trying to tax ketchup? Because you guys really like ketchup over there. Uh, they tax yeah. everything. Actually, there's a beer tax going in effect in uh, April first, so. Gotta love that. Is. Yeah, of course there is, right? Of course. <laughs> we live for taxes here, unfortunately. Um, uh, t- I wonder where you got that from. Couldn't be your neighbors. Eh, possibly. <laughs> possibly. You never know. <laughs> you never know, right? No, actually, they probably got it from us. Uh, Timmy, I mean, I gotta ask you, too, like, um, because I had brought up Forza, like, you know, they've talked about spring originally. I thought it was always early for uh, Forza. Like, where do you see Forza being slotted in? I guess Tim's muted. Uh, let's see. I don't know. Like, again, like, I could go anywhere with the... Because, uh, again, MLD, you had said the summer, which, you know, it makes sense. I, I'm just wondering what they have for... I mean, obviously, they have Starfield now, early September. I could see something in, like, middle of November, something like that, honestly. But, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what they... I mean, again, their their direct isn't too far away. It's, you know, June. Yeah. So... Yeah. I, I personally, I, I think the Hellblade uh, 2 and Avowed, as much as I, if I had to bet, I would say Hellblade 2 might be the closer this year, but my gut's telling me they're going to be like Q1 and then the other one's going to be like Q2 of 2024. Like they're gonna, Xbox is going to really want to keep this uh, one AAA game per quarter kind of philosophy going forward. And these games will definitely secure that momentum. So, but now I'm curious what else they'll uh, announce for the holidays. I think Xbox Publishing might pull something out of their hat. 
Like Xbox publishing has been a little bit quiet, but we know that they're very active and striking a lot of deals. So may maybe that's going to be uh, the holiday thing. It's possible. It's possible. Or maybe we see uh, a smaller title take up the free. You never know because they were, I don't know, they seemed okay with Pentiment this past year launching in November. I mean, that was all they had, but hey, they they went with it and uh, it saw success, right? And I'm, I'm not mocking Pentiment, by the way, guys. It's a very good game. Um, got reviewed pretty well, too. Um, who knows? Maybe we see something like Project Mara, right? You never know. Or like you said, MLD, a, a third party game. Maybe we'll get Stalker or... Was it, uh, Project Belfry or was this one of those published projects? The guys that made, um, oh my God, the, the RPG. Banner's Banner, Banner Saga. Saga. Yes, yeah, be, yeah, uh, those guys. Those yeah, guys. That, that would be that would be Project Belfry. Um, and then there's Project uh, Shaolin from the new studio oh, in yeah. New York, Brass Lion. Mm -hmm. Those are both supposed to be ish, like soon ish games. What I understand. Are they really? They're supposed to be like. Are they rumored to be like well, that? Well, Jeff Grubb was shocked it didn't come out last year. So let's uh, Belfry at least. So let's put it that that way. Really? Huh. Yeah. I did not know about that. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. He was shocked it wasn't at the showcase last year, so. Hmm. All right. All right. Interesting. I mean, we could go on about this forever, guys, but, like, do you guys have anything else to add to this? Like, whether it be the release date or the direct themselves, like, um... I'm happy that Starfield's probably not going to be at the actual Xbox showcase, because that just means that that showcase will be longer. Like, without it. Does that make sense? You mean like it's has, going to be its it own thing. Yep. Yeah. That was that was it. a that was probably the silver lining for me. I was like, okay, well, you're not going to take up the uh, yeah. um because that's what I would have been afraid personally if yeah. uh you know they filled it up you know they filled it up purposefully like 20 minutes of Starfield and then you know that yeah. that actually makes me really confident that they have like a whole crap load of things to announce and obviously stuff that we already know about. But that makes me feel well. There's pretty 11 good. games that they've announced and not talked about since they've uh, announced them. Yeah. So, and there's Ryan games count uh, Activision Blizzard. Like, yeah. what if it's approved before before that showcase? And they're not going to be in the show. They, 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 that would be they, they, the only thing you would get is like, hey, we added all these games to Game Pass. Oh, um, that in itself would be amazing. Like, yeah. oh, here, here's like 30 games. 30, 40, well, they, they, games. so the thing is, those will come literally the day that it, they sign the deal. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, or like the week after. That's what happened with uh, with uh, what you call with Bethesda. They came literally uh, the week after the deal was closed. They're, they're not gonna wait. Those those will hit the service as fast as humanly possible. And uh, when's Diablo Four coming out? Because they could also announce. Oh hey, by the way, it's June. coming on the Game Pass right now. Like they'll do Pretty that sure too. It's June. Yeah. So a, a lot of things in the air right now. Hmm. Yeah, no, there is a lot in the air, but at the same time, like, I'm just excited that we have a whole bunch of confirmed, like, release dates. We're getting some steady output from all these different publishers, studios. Again, like, I'm just, even just Xbox in general. Um, and, again, there's even some stuff that we sort of know about, but, like, you know, some stuff that might be coming soon. Like, for, for example, um, what's it called? Ghostwire Tokyo. They haven't said anything about that yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if it dropped early April, personally, right? Because that that, that exclusivity should be up now, right? If I'm not mistaken. 
be up soon. Or something. Yeah. I've yeah. been waiting for that game to come out. I got, I got Deathloop on the PS5 when it came out because I really wanted to try it. But then I was, now that it's on the Xbox, I'm just like, oh, I should have waited. And this time I'm waiting for Ghostwire. Well, I mean, hey, man, I don't blame you. You were excited for it, and then other stuff stuff came up, right? So that's right. just how then, it goes. It, well, I guess it's just like that whole thing about, like, Game Pass is like, you know, it, if you're trying to be more responsible with your money, which is what everybody's probably doing right now with the way things are, if you know it's like I could wait to buy that game in about a year, I could play it for and because i'm already part of the service you know they're going to game pass it so it's like you know do i just buy it now or do i wait and play it in game pass and for me it was just the decision i'm I'm just going to wait to play it in game pass at this point mm -hmm. well again like if you if you do have a copy of it on playstation just i don't know trade it in or uh, resell on many other many different marketplaces there's all kinds of different options right and then you can put that towards Mm -hmm, something else <laughs> right exactly you know i mean again there's a lot of like, that is a game that i am interested in trying out too and it, like i did see a lot of gameplay on playstation for it and yeah it seemed like my kind of game from what i heard the uh the gameplay was pretty uh fun unique and yeah, just this you know going through the streets of uh, tokyo as well and they're all like kind of eerie and ghostly and eh, i definitely want to get my friend shot. actually has a cosplay for it did it for Halloween last year. It was really cool. Really? That's mm. mm -hmm. what? Like you I just don't think I have any pictures. I'm assuming yeah, it was it just was like really a cool. ghost, a ghost of some sort, or uh, the the like guy on the cover. I think is what it was. Oh, okay. All right. Hmm. Cool. Cool. Anything else to add, fellas? Before we move on? Yes. No. All right, I'll take that as a sign to move on. But uh, a great energy in the chat, guys. I'm seeing some awesome conversations going on. What's up, the realist Shane G, Google Poe, Jesse Darby, other Zinc, Gene, and many others. I see you all here. It is all very much appreciated. You guys rock. You are the bedrock of the show. We appreciate the fan service. And guys, if you haven't done so already, please like the show it definitely does help us out as well as sharing it out on social media let everybody know that we are live now and safe if somebody is new here sub to the channel we would love to have you uh stick around next up guys uh we'll move on to some other news from the past week and we had a couple of different shows from a couple of different uh publishers they highlighted both New games and some updates to uh, some ones that we knew about from Paradox's game showcase to Capcom's game Spotlight. <clears throat> now, I thought that there was some interesting announcements at both, but I mean, I would like to hear from all the panel member first. Uh, Crusader, my very perceptive friend, I'd imagine you'd be keeping up with some of the announcements at these. Uh, did anything catch your eye at either of them? Yeah, number one, City Skylines is coming to Game Pass now, right? Like the second one. That is correct. Like on launch day one. I think yes. they they announced that. That's big. Uh, people, that that's a big because you know they're trying to grow the the PC market. So that's like where their where their largest sector of growth is. That's a big game to get for for PC Game Pass. Let me tell you. And like it'll be good. On, I'm pretty sure it's it's coming to console. I believe the same day. Correct. Like it's 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 a simul launch simultaneous launch. I believe so. If I read it correctly. 
I, I don't I don't quite remember with that one. But like that's really big for PC Game Pass, and that's a really cool series. Like if you like um like any of the Tycoon or City Builder or any of those types of games, that like City Skylines is really really good. And so to see the second ones coming is really cool. Um, and the the other thing that really caught my eye was at the Capcom showcase was the Exo it's Exo Primal's the Capcom one, right? Because there's also the Exo Mecha game. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Because I was kind of um, yeah. mixing it up too, and I was like, oh yeah, this is yeah. something new. <laughs> yeah, Exo Primal is a game that I was like, well, this looks really neat. I'm never gonna buy it, but it looks really neat. I'll play it. I will absolutely play it because it, it's kind of like that. Because uh, it's like a four player kind of like looter, like looter game, right? From the looks of it. You know what? It reminded me of like of Anthem with dinosaurs. To be honest, yeah, it's like Anthem or Outriders or even like a kind of like a Destiny, but like not not Destiny. Um, I, I don't like comparing games to Destiny because everyone's like, "Oh, you're comparing," and it's like, "No, stop." I, I, I'm just comparing because it's like the similar kind of like gameplay loop. Um, but uh, Destiny community's toxic. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was a. That was a game that I'm like, yeah, I wish this would launch into a service. I figured I didn't, I didn't think Capcom would, but it's really cool that like that's. It looks like there's a slightly larger deal at play with Capcom because you know we had the Monster Hunter come and now now we have this. So I, I wouldn't be shocked to hear like I'm not I, I wouldn't be like oh Street Fighter is gonna come or something like that, right? But like I wouldn't be shocked to hear that like Capcom has a couple other like small games coming or like medium sized games because like. Or experimental games, because you could call Exo Primal a, a like semi-experimental game. So that 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 was really cool from that Capcom showcase to actually see something like Xbox related at it. Cause it's not something I would necessarily expect. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't get to play it, but I heard really good things about the Resident Evil Four um, demo. Oh and man! That Resident, I've never played a Resident Evil game, so I'm not the person you should ask about anything related to Resident Evil. That they're on my backlog. I have them all. I got them all for like thirty bucks. But, um, I uh, I heard from people who do really like Resident Evil that the 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 demo was really good, and that like what they showed in the in the showcase was really good. Hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, I I think Shockley was talking about it earlier, but uh, well, yeah. he'll definitely give us an update again on that. Um, there was actually another game that uh, kind of caught my attention. At it was uh, oh, the, was it that small, the, the, the smaller like turn-based like game, the, the Paradox one, the Lamplighter. Lamp yeah, Lamplighters. That's what it was. Because yeah, I'm excited for that. Because that it looked neat. It is a day one Game Pass. And it is also, as far as I'm concerned, uh, it only had an Xbox release, so it's Xbox exclusive right now. What game does that remind you of, Invader? Uh, are you talking about XCOM? Wasteland 3 for me. No, uh, in Strange Brigade. Yeah, you think so? Oh, yeah, 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 because of the, in concept. um, in concept. Not, not gameplay, and not gameplay in concept. I know what you're talking about, because, okay, guys, so if you haven't seen it already, uh, the Lamplighters League is this new IP that was announced by Paradox at the Paradox and Xbox show, and it's a turn-based strategy game from Harebrained Schemes. They did the, uh, Shadowrun trilogy, if you're not, uh, familiar with them. Anyways, this game is a, a pulp-style adventure game set in, like, an alternative 1933. So again, it has that kind of like strange brigadey feel to it, which again I, I agree with Centurion on um, the likeness to it. But yeah, this game was announced as Day One Game Pass, and 
yeah, it, it seems to be Xbox exclusive for the time being. They didn't really say much other than that. But that's, I mean, that's pretty cool in my opinion. And I think now, yeah, now, you know, now I know why the uh, Xbox was helping to present uh, this because there was a whole bunch of Game Pass and uh, maybe one or two exclusives. Yeah, they they've been working pretty close with Paradox, but it also doesn't shock me that like Hairbrain Screams would be working like, it, like individually would be working like closer like close with Xbox, because I believe Microsoft at least in part owns the Chatterrun. They own like a portion of the Shadowrun IP. Yeah, or something weird. It, it's complicated. That IP is like all kinds of screwed up in like IP, like like who like who has the rights to what. Well, it's the same. And yeah. like that's why like it's on Game Pass, but like it's everywhere. It's kind of like the the Ghostbusters games where like even though Sony owns that IP, there's like all kinds of weird things with like distribution and stuff for it. So the game just so like the the newer Ghostbuster games have just ended up everywhere. Um. And like, I'm not shocked though to hear that the company that made the the that was the remasters of the Shadowrun stuff, right? That they handled, or did um, they make the originals? They made. Well, you know what? I I'm really not sure. I'd be lying if I knew correctly, but they definitely okay. did handle the newer update, anyways. Either way, either way, they have to have like worked in part at least with Microsoft on on those. So, because, you know, the, of the IP handling. So, it doesn't shock me that, like, they have a relationship where, like, stuff would be coming to Game Pass. Like, specifically from Airbrains games. Doesn't shock me at all. Well, I mean... Especially I... considering they're not a super large, like, mm. well-known studio. That, like, they're not indie, but they're also not, like... You, you know what I mean? Well, they have like, some interesting they're IP. They're like the focus... Yeah. They're like the focus, uh, focused home teams, like, with, Par like, Plague Tale and stuff like that. They just kind of have a, a the Game Pass really suits their style of games as as like a, a external companies to Microsoft. Well, specifically you know? on the PC side of things, I would say too. Yeah. Yep. Um, you look at what they have too. Like again, all these different strategy games like Stellaris. Uh, there, uh, there's more I could list off, but Crusader Kings. Like, the, and a lot yeah. of them are in Game Pass now too, aren't they? Like Crusader Kings Three is. Um, I don't know about Europa Universalis. Um, I'll be honest, I'm not 100% sure. It's, I mean, it's definitely not on console, but it's, I mean, it could be on. Yeah. Or maybe at one point it was on Game Pass. I think it was, now that I, now that I think about uh, it. Crusader Kings 3 definitely is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And yeah. that, that's a very, they're, really, these strategy games are all popular in their own right. But, again, they're working pretty closely. I mean, I was kind of surprised that Xbox did a, you know, a hosted presentation with them, so or I thought they hosted last year's for them too. Or Maybe. that might have been Warhammer. Mm, I can't remember actually, to be honest. <laughs> um, that being said, though, I mean, I would say they're pretty chummy right now. I don't know. I, I just yeah. get that vibe. I get that vibe, and you know, I've been saying it for a while. Like, let's say this this deal with um, Activision. You know, let's say it goes through, or if it doesn't go through. Personally, I, I think they're next in line for, like, a, a, a buy-up. You know, they're not that big, but at the same time, like, they're big in the PC space. I could totally see them, like, being of interest to Microsoft because they have a lot of really interesting IP that's uh, strong in the in the PC sphere. But that's just me. Uh, moving on down the list here. Um, 
Shockley, buddy, I mean, what did you think of uh, these announcements at either Capcom or Paradox? I mean, you were probably more keeping an eye on uh, Capcom things, I'd imagine. I know you were talking about Resident Evil, the demo, but, uh, you know, what did you think of everything? Yeah, I mean, pretty much the only one I was really interested in was uh, Resident Evil for the most part. Um, it was cool to see the Exo Primal, but not sure if I'll i'll play it but mm -hmm. um you are seeing the one th cool thing with game pass and you they might continue to get some of these uh not exclusives but some of these like day one deals um because a game like this maybe capcom who knows when they start development but you know it kind of probably entices them to take risk on something like this uh because they know they can make a game pass deal and put it on kind of like with outriders where hey you get so many people playing it all at once um and it gets a huge because what would outriders have been well you know without game pass because before they made that announcement there wasn't much chatter um going on you know there were some people comparing it to gears and then that was about it they were saying yeah it's kind of like gears but it's you know a lot at least um from what i heard a lot of people were just kind of like downplaying the demo once i got announced it kind of blew up all over twitter um and then everybody was playing. I had no interest, never even saw or heard anything about it, and I played the shit out of it. Um, so I think that's one cool thing with Game Pass is it might entice more devs to like, oh, okay, let's try this. Cool, we're going to throw Game Pass a bone because it's going to help blow it up everywhere else. So it has a real good shot of, you know, catching an audience. Um, so that's definitely pretty cool. Um, I, w I wasn't the the game definitely not too enticed with that one um so i mean it looked okay just not my i haven't never really played like any xcom or mm -hmm. um any of those type of games but it's city skylines probably won't touch. uh that's cool i know it's a big game or a big get for game pass because a lot of people play that um i always hear the name so i know it's <laughs> i know it's um definitely has its huge fans or huge fan base um, as far as anything else from Capcom, it was kind of sad that they didn't put Mega Man in there because, like, they're getting Exo Primal and getting cool deals with game with uh, Capcom. Um, but Mega Man, it's like they wouldn't have really took you any money to port that. <laughs> like, it makes no sense. Right. Um, like, even Konami was like, "Hey, we can port, you know, Castlevania trilogy from the GBA over." Like, I. That part just makes no sense, especially since they already have the other Mega Man games on Game Pass or on uh, Xbox. Um, it just seems weird of like, hey, we're gonna give you this cool Game Pass deal, and then not that. Uh, kind of same thing with the whole Xbox One being cut out. Like that's still a good chunk of if you think of like Resident Evil's uh, popularity, like in the U.S. That's a still pretty good slice of people. Because when you look at console sales with the Xbox One and PS4, they were not that far off from each other, like in North America. So um, that that just kind of struck me as odd. Of like, was it that much lower? Because from what we've seen in the past, uh, yeah, sure, the games played more at 1080p than on PS4 and more 720p. Could they not just lower the resolution? Whether they had to drop it, maybe under 720p sometimes xbox games did that so 
it just seems weird that that one didn't hit but you know Resident Evil Village did um so that was kind of odd for there to be a you know Xbox one or uh not an Xbox one x version for the remake but uh <laughs> but there's a base ps4 which i get they have to do the whole parody so that they can't do it for one um that's where i think xbox maybe should have like if it really wasn't possible on like the launch system um that they should have like then let that go because there were still a lot of people because they kind of sold people on the xbox one x of like hey it's 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 not a brand new system but it's it's paying back what we should have done right somewhat from the get-go from when it in 2013 so for all the people that have an xbox one x but see people with a launch ps4 playing uh resident evil 4 remake that just doesn't kind of sit well so i um, do wonder what percentage of xbox ones are actually still being used because like You know, we have 20 million Series Xs now, like, in the wild, mm-hmm. approximately, right? Yeah. And so, like, the PS5, even though there's, like, 30 million PS5s, there's still, like, 70 million PS4s, mm-hmm. right? Like, if, if every yeah. one of those was a, a new customer. So I do wonder, like, okay, like, com- if you combine the, like, the 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 potential, like, tech issues that could go in with the, the, the toaster Xbox One combined with, like... Just the fact that a lot more, a lot, a lot larger percentage of Xbox fans may have upgraded to the new system if it's actually genuinely worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Because at least even when it first launched, it didn't seem like there was like so much tech issues. It was just like, hey, it's not hitting 1080p as much as. Because yeah. even PS4 was struggling to hit 1080p on like Battlefield 4, it was hitting like 900 something. So they were both struggling, but. I don't know, but as far as this, uh, definitely check out that demo. Um, even if you're not into those games or you're uh, stressed with those type of games, the combat and the parry system, I, I parried the first two uh, attacks at me perfectly first try. I was like, oh, I thought it was coming off of Wolong. I was like, oh, I'm probably going to miss these and get stabbed with a pitchfork. And I was like perfectly parrying. I'm like, oh, this combat's awesome. This is basically John Wick, the game. <laughs> So, um, so I think, and that I think they turned up the intensity as far as like the uh, enemies coming at you, so, since you're able to move a lot more. This is more like Resident Evil, like six type, like movement or the amount of mobility. So, but yeah, definitely give that one a go. Um, and apparently, if you drop all the weapons right before you enter the village, you can go find a uh, submachine gun. So. <laughs> definitely huh. check that out okay that's um, interesting yeah i saw someone post that you have to drop all your clean out your inventory right before you at, i'm not sure at which point in their village but a bunch of people have uh videos up on that and then you can take out that tmp that you usually get a little bit later in the game and uh just go to town so but yeah this game is going to be a blast it looks phenomenal i had all the uh bells and whistles turned on that's probably how i'm going to play it resolution mode ray tracing and then the uh Hair, hair strands <laughs> on Leon's head. Um, but especially when you see it in close-up, um, it looks phenomenal. And uh, I saw the Series S running it side-by-side. Side. Um, I think it was the video you linked me, Invader. It looks like it's holding its own for the most part. Like, for the most part, it was keeping up somewhat frames that mm-hmm. uh, that uh, the Series X was. And 
resolution, I think it's holding at like 1440p and not like 1080. So that's and visually, you could see still see the texture on the face. It wasn't like completely softened. Um, so when people say it shouldn't exist or is a mistake, I think that's just crazy talk. Especially since we have it's on the base PS4. So obviously, it wasn't. If anything's you're gonna say is a mistake, it'd be still releasing on the base PS4. So. <laughs> Um, so obviously that's not the case, but, uh, yeah, definitely check it out. I'm super hyped. I'm going to play the shit out of that second it drops. Probably <laughs> going to play through that straight and then get back to low long. So, um, but yeah, definitely, uh, check that demo out and see how you like. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks for your input there, Eric. Appreciate it. Yeah. Very insightful. Moving on down here, general MLD pal. I mean, I would say there are some interesting announcements here for Xbox. I mean, you know, maybe not some of the biggest, but, you know, I got to hand it to them. They're doing a good job with Game Pass, huh? Oh, definitely they are. Uh, I, I like that they're doing a lot of games that have maybe smaller uh, niche fan bases in themselves, but they cover so many bases, like, genre-wise. It all adds up. Like, if you make put out enough games that with enough variety... It'll, it'll, appeal to, it'll appeal to just about everybody, which is the point of having a successful subscription service. You like you need different genres, and going into that, like I think the game like Lamplighters, that's like a great example, like the turn-based tactical kind of game. Yeah, that that may not be your as popular as a you know your Call of Duty or your third-person single-player games, but it has a a niche but very passionate crowd. And you put that on Game Pass day one, it's Xbox ecosystem exclusive. Fantastic. You're going to draw that small yet loyal and passionate group to you. And you'll build, you'll build a, you know, build up the brand with that. So Xbox knows what they're doing here. Paradox, they make great games. I remember when they put, they, I mean, they've had deals with Xbox for, for years now. I remember playing uh, Stellaris on, on Game Pass. I put like at least a few days like worth on that game alone that game just sucked me in like their games are just really good like that they're not like the biggest budget but they are really deep in their mechanics and they, they really excel at that and even C C city skylines too like it's, it's a multi-plat sure but again it's a great day day one game pass get like 2023 is full of these games now it's filling up and we're only in march right now and then you got uh exo primal it's nice that Capcom is, is still like a good they're, they're 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 pretty good in that they like to play all sides of the field like the, they they're no stranger to game pass deals I mean we just got monster hunter uh, on the service I, I I still have to get to that um but then he got exo primal here and I think it's this game kind of reminds me of say outriders where it, it, it's a bit of a of a new it's a new idea new IP and may not catch on necessarily uh, on its own, so you, you need that Game Pass bump to get that extra exposure and, and word of mouth because it is a, a co-op kind of game, so it plays right into Game Pass's uh, strengths. So it'll get you know get more people online to try it out, co-oping together, having a good time. I hope it's I hope it's a good game. I think I'll give it a try myself. Mm -hmm. So I'm going Capcom for trying these new ideas and you know like you know relying on Game Pass to get that you know that guaranteed paycheck. You know, but in that in that player boost, so hopefully it lasts. Uh, overall, though, yeah, I mean, it's a really good sign. I feel like this is only the beginning 
and they got a lot more i feel like we're gonna get a lot more game pass announcements throughout the year to really because it's the whole package like if you ideally you want first party spaced out which we're which we're getting a good mix of time exclusives which we also have and then you got these multi-plat day one game pass gets to it's just a cherry on top i feel like xbox is finally hitting their stride and I myself am looking forward to playing uh, Lamp Letters because I love me some turn-based tactical games. I'm glad Xbox actually gets games of these genres that Nintendo and Sony, they frankly just couldn't care less by comparison. So good on, good on Xbox, and I'm looking forward to it. Mm -hmm. You don't happen to own Strange Brigade, do you? I'm not familiar with it. Like, because I'm only familiar with, like, XCOM or Wasteland 3. Mm -hmm. well, it, it, similar? well, well, it's not a, a strategy game. It's uh, more of like a co-op, uh, th like uh, third-person shooter kind of a thing. Or is it first person? No, it's not a. It human was done by the developer that did uh, Zombie Army. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Rebellion. Okay. Yeah, um, it's more of like a co-op kind of a yeah co-op shooter kind of a game. So. It just it has that aesthetic that Lamplighter does. It's very pulpy, nineteen thirties, that kind of a thing. So, all right, yeah. So, all right, all MLD. Right. You you you're taught you like the turn based games like a lot, right? Yes, I do. Have you played the Divinity games? No, actually, I have not. I Div you need to absolutely need to. Which one? Which one? Divinity Original Sin Two is one of the best RPGs ever made. Okay. Uh, would I have to play the original to get what's going on? No. I will be honest. Those are in my backlog. I need to play them. <laughs> they are very long. They're just very long games. Maybe make that a summer um, title. <laughs> oh, wow. You're yeah. right. Like, I'm, I'm seeing on Metacritic, the PC version's like a 93. Yes. That the, These are the people that are making Baldur's Gate, by the way. That's why Baldur's Gate's so highly anticipated is because the Divinity games are incredible. Larian is an incredible studio. Oh, you're right. The Xbox One version, like, a Definitive Edition, 92 Metacritic. Oh, wow. Yeah. How, did I, how did I miss this? So you're saying it's yeah. a strategy turn, uh, it turn-based game. It is a turn-based, um, turn uh, almost D&D-style game. That's why, like, they got picked to make Baldur's Gate the D&D game. Um... They are very, very good. Almost oh. recommend telling you to play it on PC over Xbox just because, like, the mod, the, like, the, the additional classes and stuff you can get from the mods are really cool. But, like, the Xbox version is perfectly fine. Okay, that's going on the backlog. Thank you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. Interesting perspectives there, MLD. Yeah, I got to admit, I, I'm curious about, just going back to Exo Primal, though. It's, again, when I first saw this game, I really wasn't sure what to think of it. Um, with more trailers coming out, especially the one released this past week, uh, I, I do get a better sense of it, uh, especially story-wise. It's just, uh, I don't know, I don't know, I just, I, I, I don't know if it's just not clicking with me or what, but since it's day, day one in Game Pass, I mean... I, I see no reason why not to check it out. I mean, I'll probably play it with you guys. It's just, um, I don't know, just one of those times that didn't really grab me. Uh, what about you, Centurion? Uh, what did you think about all the games here, whether it be Exoprimal? Like, what do you think about these shows from Paradox and uh, Capcom? And Did anything catch your eye? 
A few things did. We already talked on the whole lamp lighters thing. Um, I got my first real dose of like addicting addictive exposure to uh turn-based strategy uh just recently with marvel midnight sun uh midnight suns sorry um and that's where as soon as i saw that this game i i enjoyed midnight suns i enjoyed playing um strange brigade and i'm just like ooh. I, I really think I'm going to have some fun playing this game. This is going to be a good title for me. Uh, is it everybody's cup of tea? No, but for me it is. But that's where these announcements, you know, this has been a good this has been a good week for Xbox announcements, at least in my opinion. Uh, we obviously got the, uh, the announcement of Starfield finally coming to the finish line. Uh, and then we also got this stuff. And I mean, there's literally a little bit of something for everybody in these announcements that have been made. Uh, Exo Primal, I, this was not on my radar. I had somebody uh, hit me up on Twitter and remind me about it and then called me out because I completely forgot that it was shown at the Summer Showcase last year. And I, I just completely forgot about it. But I mean, who doesn't like fighting dinosaurs? <laughs> Hopefully, uh, this one turns out to be a little bit more of an addictive mechanic than Age of Extinction. Um, I was excited for Age of Extinction when it came out, but it obviously, I mean, it has its its crowd, but I don't hear a lot of people talking about it. So Wait, hopefully, you mean Second Extinction? That was sorry, Second Extinction. Yeah. Yep, Second Extinction. Age of Extinction, Second Extinction. We all right. know how I am on names. I just randomly say shit. <laughs> um, so... Um, <laughs> That's where, so, yeah, Second Extinction, that was a game that I thought was going to be really over the top, and then it just kind of, like, puttered out on hype. It captured the crowd that it did, but I don't, I don't even, nobody I associate with um, plays that game very heavily. I know it's, it's still out there. I see it pop up on Xbox sales, but I don't see anybody ever talking about it. So, hopefully Capcom uh, really knocks it out the park with this whole, concept that they're trying because i mean like everybody said capcom's doing a little bit of everything you know um on both consoles and they're all and they're also uh, dabbling in different games it's good to see that they're branching out and trying different stuff uh city skylines um i've always had an interest in that game but i don't know if i really have the time for it because of just how in-depth i guess they wanted to make it the most accurate city builder out there where you know you got to like even manage uh the flow of traffic otherwise you could create congested streets like we all see in real life and we don't like traffic jams um that's where at least by it coming to game pass maybe i might be able to finally check it out and see if it's something that i can find the time for because i've for some reason i like little games like that where you they're like little world builders uh, but I mean, there's definitely something uh, for everybody that's about to come out. It's good to see that Microsoft is constantly on the lookout for titles and deals that they can use to uh, get Game Pass to stay relevant. Um, and I mean, it's always been a good time to be a gamer, but it seems to be getting better and better. Uh, with what Microsoft has done with Game Pass, and we're starting to see more developers take advantage of being able to put little titles like this in Game Pass and find some pretty good success in it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and one thing I will say, though, is that you look at the release date for Exoprimal, and it's late for a summer re- release of... It was like July? July 14th, I believe, something like that. Uh, the beta is going to be in a few days, actually, now that I think about it. And I look at this, and I look at Game Pass, and I just think that it is a match made in heaven. That game does, you know, it's avoiding a lot of big releases, but at the same time, it's getting put put into Game Pass, and it'll have... I think it'll do better than what it initially would have, because I, I just didn't see the hype for it. I didn't see a lot of people talking about it. Uh, now, I think it might have a, a bit of a chance. So it's, uh, Oh, yeah. It wasn't yeah. even on my radar until somebody was like, hey, have you seen the trailer for Exoprimal? What's that? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, even for myself, I, like we, I think it was a Crusader that brought it up, or maybe it was you. I was kind of like even confusing it, too, with that Exo Machina game, too, as it, well. Exo Mecha. Mecha. Yeah, sorry, Exo Mecha. Which was supposed to come out like two years ago. No, I, I've we even seen that since they showed that like a long time ago. It had a big delay. That's all I remember. It was supposed to come out. I think it was supposed to have a date last year, and it just completely went off the radar. That's it was supposed to be out in 2021. Yeah, there you go. There you go. It had a big, big uh, delay. It's been they've been on radio silence. I I haven't seen anything from them. So because that's a free to play too, if I'm not mistaken, right? Right. I think so. Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. And there's it, another one that's. Uh, sorry, I was just looking at the screen. Didn't mean to jump back in, but that's another one. Surviving the aftermath. I bought that game when it was on game preview, and I still have have yet to really get deep into it but i'm excited to see that they're still keeping that game relevant and then i'm gonna have like an asinine amount of content to tackle in this game surviving the aftermath have you checked that one out i know it i just haven't played is that like a survival game um it's it's like a world builder but done in um end of world like basically the world is ended and now you have to uh like think of like city skylines but instead of making this big immaculate city you're just trying to help people survive and you know build rebuild civilization in a after the apocalypse type situation Hmm. for some reason i'm thinking fallout settlement system from fallout 4 (laughs) and that's what it reminded me of and that's why i was like you know what i really gotta check this out and then obviously i add'd it but I, w- I bought it while it was in game preview then it got the full expand i got the full game release and i even got the the early adopters package because they're like hey thanks for playing the game and i'm like i haven't even played it yet <laughs> but uh mm-hmm. yeah definitely uh it's good to see that there's even uh, a little bit of an expansion for it um and i mean it's a really interesting looking game definitely has that fallout-esque style to it which really drew me to it Mm-hmm. But that's what I mean, though, because Xbox, again, they they seem to have a very good relationship, working relationship with this one publisher, Paradox. Uh, a whole bunch of these games have been featured in Game Pass at one time or another. I think, is Surviving the Aftermath in Game Pass right now? or I'm pretty sure it was at some point. It uh, may have been at some point. I know it was part of the game preview program, but on Game Pass, I could not accurately answer that question. I know, actually, it's funny, I, I remember a friend of mine at work not too long ago, he was talking about City Skylines, and it was just like, you know, it was in Game Pass, I, I don't normally go towards these games, but I got addicted, and I bought all the DLC, and 
then it went out of Game Pass, so then I had to buy it because he was addicted. And that, and plus he had all the DLC. But that's what I mean, though. Game Pass is, like, really does introduce people to other genres, right? So, uh, I just I just find it interesting, the uh, relationship that they have. And I would not be surprised if there was more being built here than meets the eye. But, uh, guys, any, any other comments about uh, Paradox and uh, the Capcom spotlights and shows? Yes, no? Alright, alright, I'll take that as a no. Uh, okay, everyone, I think that will be the end of things for tonight. Um, honestly, lots of good things to talk about uh, this evening, from loads of Starfield news, uh, we got a date, and just... Uh, you know, we got both updates and new game news from Paradox and Capcom, which, hey, it was awesome. Glad to see some uh, some stuff get brought to light, some new stuff, and again, some of the stuff that we already knew. Uh, I loved everyone's thoughts tonight on the show, and I really hope that you all did too. And if you did enjoy it, to all of our wonderful listeners, then please, hey, consider leaving a like, sharing this episode out, and sub to the channel. Again, like, I really appreciate all the new faces, and of course all the old as well, don't get me wrong, but we love seeing all the new faces here. And and if you really want to, like, keep up to date with everything TXR, if you like the chat, sub to the channel, we would love to have you. But yeah, on that note, we will uh, move over to the outros. Uh, Timmy had to leave early, and of course he... Uh, mentioned earlier that you know he'll be taking a little pause from the show because of you know busy things going on in life, but he will still be a part of the show, guys, and he will be you know making uh, different uh, stops and whatnot. He will be coming on the show just at more different points, different points. That's all it is. But yeah, to start off uh, signing out the show, uh, let's start with Crusader, pal. Hey, I loved your insights tonight. Where can everybody follow you? Yeah, you can find me on all the gaming platforms and social media at crusader3456 specifically twitter i guess is where it'd probably be the best place to follow me at least for now um although who knows if you'll actually see what i'm tweeting the current state of affairs there um but yeah you know great show tonight uh i don't want anyone to think i'm mad at centurion or anything i'm not i just i have the chronic need to make sure that what i'm saying is crystal clear and i raised my voice and i should not have <laughs> I have the habit of making people raise their voice. Ask my wife. I'm sorry if I made that. <laughs> no, don't worry about it. Yeah. I wasn't actually mad at you. I have the chronic need to make sure that, like, I'm not being misconstrued. No, no. Uh, honestly, I, honestly, not to speak I, for Centurion. Like, sorry, but uh, no, I, I don't personally think that. But go ahead, I, Centurion. I was just going to say, you know, like, me and you were chatting about it, like, how I was, like, getting, like, I was so aggravated, like, when you flipped open YouTube, and you're like, delay, 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 yeah. and you're like, oh, my God, they are, they are treating this like the freaking, like, that, like, literally, like, hey, it's not coming out till next year, it was just a few months, and I was just like, oh, my God, dude, like, we're, I think we're really going on the delay bandwagon just because we know it's going to get people to focus on your content. Well, yeah, it, it's gonna hit the what's the 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 term? The, it it'll hit the search engines real well if they do that. Oh yeah, oh, of course, yeah. Starfield delay. So, oh bam, yeah. SEO, freaking heaven. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. No, but well said, guys. Well said, uh, Crusader. 
Uh, moving on down the list here, Eric Shockley, buddy. Hey, I thought you made some excellent commentary. Uh, loved, again, the, the talk from Capcom. Uh, definitely want to see more of Resident Evil, the remake, and so on. Where can everybody find you? Yeah, as always, you can find me at Shock Nero on Twitter, EasyShock on Xbox Live. Uh, but yeah, I did find something cool in uh, Wolong. Uh, saw somebody's video where I guess, I know you could play with other people, but I didn't know they could invade you. And then you guys start battling and pairing and, uh, you know, pulling off these crazy sick moves that you would think were scripted, you know, fighting a, an NPC. But no, they're like pulling off the same looking blocks that you're doing on regular enemies on each other. And it looked sick as hell when I saw that. So, yeah, be careful. I don't know how that initiates, but... <laughs> It looks like it was spontaneous on the one I saw where they were just like roaming around the world and then someone just came running at him. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but yeah, good show tonight. Yeah, see you later. Hmm. Well, you had me at Invade. <laughs> no, but that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. That's uh, No, I got I to check that game out again. I Maybe I didn't give it uh, the time of day, but uh, I'll have to take a look at it once I'm done with Atomic Heart. Moving on down, General MLD. Buddy, pal, I thought you had some really great insights yourself. Uh, where can everybody follow you? Yeah, you guys can find me at MLD Ghost on Twitter, Gamertag Ghost MLD. And yeah, this is just a very fun chat. Very, very exciting stuff. And uh, yeah, let's, let's see what the next week brings. Mm-hmm, I agree. I mean, who knows? I think we'll get some uh, interesting news down the line. And uh I don't know. I mean, we should probably talk about Halo at some point, too. Uh, maybe we'll sneak that in as well. There's been some pretty big updates. Uh, yeah, we'll see what uh, the next week holds. Uh, moving on down. Oh, we got Centurion, pal. Uh, again, I thought again, I thought your banter was pretty on point tonight as well. And uh, where can all these wonderful, wonderful people in the chat follow you? Ah, uh, it was a really great show, gentlemen. Thank you for putting up with me and like how loud and boisterous I can get when I'm passionate about something. <laughs> um, thank you to everybody out in the chat that joined us tonight. Um, it's awesome to always see the same faces and new faces show up every night. Uh, for those interested in finding me and my content, and yes, I am making content again, you can find me on YouTube at Centurion1307. You can also find me on Twitter and Xbox Live. And you can also find me on Gaming Beyond the Box, which normally takes place two hours before the beginning of this show. And you could also find me right here on the two TXR podcast. Too many T's. Mm-hmm. Bit of a tongue twister. All I right. Know, right? But, uh, no, that's good. That's good, pal. Uh, and, yeah, just to round out the crew, of course, I'm Invader. You guys can find my content on YouTube at Invader Gaming. I've been doing guides for Atomic Heart. So, hey, feel free to check them out. I got more coming along the way. But, yeah, guys, excellent stuff tonight. And to everyone here, we look forward to seeing you here on the next one next Sunday. Uh, hopefully, uh, again, we get some more news popping up and uh, more game announcements. That's always good. But, hey, we can't wait to chat with you. See you later, everyone. Later.